Thanks for joining us at the Bulls McLean Hour. I uh, had a guest on this week. It's um, Raven Star. Raven Star and I shared a unique experience together, and we decided to um, pass that experience on to you guys in the form of a interview. We recorded. I recorded this for the first time in what is called Kill Switch Studios, which is located in St. Louis, South Grand. I, I suppose uh, above what was formerly a funeral home, which is now a bar called CBGB's. It's a new studio podcast. Um, it's a new podcast studio available to um, the delightful artists of St. Louis, Missouri. Rodzilla is your host. I believe you might be heard a little bit on the on the sidetrack. I know part of this interview was actually streamed live onto Facebook in portrait mode. So, and I I haven't really seen it. I just uh, I just I saw that it happened, and I didn't bother listening. Hope you enjoyed Raven Star. It's very interesting. He's a aerial videographer, aerial photographer, and that's the experiences we shared uh, one day in October of 2019. Hadn't really spoken to him. I had met him once that one day. We had two days of uh, exhilarating excitement shooting some footage for what is the, um, I guess it's a it's an aquarium located in St. Louis's central uh, St. Louis's. Union Station. They turned what was formerly a train yard, which became an annoying mall in the 80s, and now it's now it's a, a whole exhibit of, uh, I believe, like an aquarium museum, a sort of uh, a theme park. I don't know. It's got like some. It's got a big Ferris wheel and some miniature golf. It's kind of going for that uh, Navy Pier sort of vibe um, so uh, we, we shot some footage for there it's in a little um, fake train thing it's video projection on, on all four walls and it's uh, narrated by John Goodman in the footage that we uh, we shot so here's uh, my interview with Raven Star and hope you enjoy the show I guess uh, afterwards I'll be back to um, to say what's what and who's who Where's where? Why is why? When? Soon. Now. We, Liz, Liz and I. She's she's also an artist. So good. We we, we when we get a chance to hang out. <laughs> and 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 just a, you know, a, a great friend for a long time. So, while I'm in town, it's nice to have some bubbly company. <laughs> ring, the ring, ring a ding a ding. You're giving. Um, are we are we live or anything like we, that? We have already started recording. Yeah. Okay. You did no. <laughs> no, I mean, of course I did. Not 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 like meaning live, but like streaming. We're not streaming. No, right? we're not streaming. So we're so it'll okay, be okay. You got the tenth caller. You're live with Barry Champlain. What do you have to ask to Raven? Uh, no. Yeah. Hey, Barry. How's you doing? How's it going, man? Whoa. <laughs> Barry, you still you there? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Yes. Uh, that was Barry. Yeah. Barry Manilow. Yeah. How's he sound on the mic? Sounds good. Okay. We'll have to keep it to I'm a two-person show, though, because we've only got two microphones. Sure, I'm not going to, yeah. So there's no out, out of bounds. Or come to the mic if well, you they, want, if it's say some shit. You, you, if, if it's absolutely necessary, and I don't, I don't, um, no, I don't discourage that. But it's a shame we don't have a two, uh, little t- you know, actually, I just want to know what I even warrant to be in sitting in this chair. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not anybody's poor Tante. 
Oh, well, you don't you don't understand the oh, show's not that important either. Oh, good, good. The because show's, show's even less important. Because than as you. long as we're not getting too important, we can talk <laughs> about other stuff. Hey, yes. Oh, Liz. Oh, Liz. Uh, you want, can we sit here. Might I, might I add? Because you're in the Disco Hall of Fame. Oh, how did that happen? Okay. What else? So, we're at we're at the. Um, I'm already high, so it's good. Hill Switch Studios. The uh, this is the christening podcast of Kill Switch. Yeah. Woo-hoo. By Rod Zilla. How you doing, Bowles? Doing Since good. Since the last time I saw you, we were, we were flying all over St. Louis. We were flying high in St. Louis, and <clears throat> there was not high. a uh, there's not a dugout in the in the bunch. Yeah, um, that was our, really our history. Cool. <laughs> that was a great day. Uh, it was October of 2019. You and I. That long ago? Yeah. Well, that's not that long ago. But we're in 21 already, man. I can't believe it was that long ago. Well, believe it or not, it, there's a year that just doesn't count. And that was the tail end of the project. They needed to get that little piece in to, to finish it. Exactly. Okay. Is that I mean, just, just fast forward, just letting you know, without that piece, it would have it would have probably not been as great as it is. Did you ever see the final result? I No. I'm banned from the, well, I'm we won't glad. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, this sounds we, like we, the place to talk about it. But you know, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, I am. I love you, man, for for doing what you did. I mean, we we should talk a lot about that a little a little bit more. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, so so I'll I'll preface. Um, I got a call to fly some drones, camera drones. Yes. Through St. Louis. Correct. For a project. Six K. In in six K. Yeah. Um, not six thousand because we made a little bit more than that. But I don't know if Bowles did. I certainly did not. But go ahead. That's okay. <laughs> I was next there. time. Trust me. Next time, because you time. actually Bowles showed up in a pinch. Um, we we called we call I called a friend of mine, uh, Bill Streeter. Yes. And I I needed a DP, somebody that knew you know what they're doing in in that space. Yes. And um, fortunately, Bill did not make the requirements to be in a helicopter. That's where it comes in, the helicopter. <laughs> well, it, you know, long story short, we couldn't do it with the drones, couldn't get flight clearance from the tower, Cahokia Tower, who, oh. you know, we found out is just, you know, a bunch of old farts that steer traffic, uh, air traffic in and out of. That's right, because there's a, there's an airport right across the way there. There's it's like air- there's a little, it's, it's where Larry Flint flies into his club when That's he's still right. alive. Rest in peace, Larry. Uh, R.I.P. Larry Flint. Amazing and made it this Didn't far. Didn't he just die? Uh, but I think he turned, died this year? during the pandemic. Interesting. Larry Flint, Hustler, Hustler Magazine. We'll, we'll divert to Hustler, my Hustler stack of magazines later. Okay, mine too. Yeah. Awesome. We could, so so um, Jones would not get clearance, so I had to scramble and say, well, why don't we charter a, a helicopter Take the doors off and shoot from the sides. Maybe they can get us the clearance. So I made a couple calls, got the helicopter set up, called Bill and said, "Bill, change of plans. We're not flying drones. We're gonna. We need. A, I need a somebody that can go up in a chopper with me." Yes. And Bill said, "Okay, I got your guy. His name is Bowles McLean." I'm sure what he had. I'm sure what one thing that came up first was that he he wasn't. Uh, he, he weighed over 300 pounds. We so couldn't be in the helicopter. You know, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because oh, good for him, good for you. We were definitely weighing. We were all weighing down that helicopter. Shout out to Nathaniel Rule Ruler Ruleman. Was he in the Bay Area? He's our he's our producer. Is that what you say he was? Cool. 
Uh, and I would, I remember uh, my girlfriend. I mean, this the, our pilot was um, I don't know. Was she in high school about seven years ago or something like that? Would you she say? is a great. She was first of all, she was a great pilot. Second of all, she's a great human and female of St. Louis. Oh, I. I she adorable, totally. Adorable. She totally did did exactly what we wanted. And she also. She was excited to do it because she got to do things she doesn't normally do. Every day she flies uh, tourists around uh, in circles. There's like a 50-second. I remember telling people like, ah, there's like, ah, it's, like a, it's like a tour. It's okay. You can open a beer can on my podcast. Courtesy of Stag Beer. <laughs> I don't think so. Let's not, let's not credit them for anything on gas. this show. Not until I get a paycheck. I usually see so. gas when I look at this <laughs> can. It's just, it's just gas. Gas. It's not bad. Um but she, um, so and I, all right. So she was very young. Yes. Very, very. She's slight. the daughter of the, of one of the, <clears throat> of the one of the captains, the ground captains. Correct. Yes. And uh, extremely, extremely polite. Just so you know, uh, outgoing and um, very accommodating. And as a matter of fact, the cost of it, if we were doing this in New York, would have been prohibitive. So I have to give my oh, probably shout at out least to seven grand or more helicopter tours St. Louis. They only they only, it's it's like it's like literally it's like there's a minute and a half for about one hundred and fifty dollars. Is that what their rates were? I remember looking at, at least it. at least and then the rental the cameras and then your 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 crew. Sure, um, aerial cinematography is not uh, is not an inexpensive game to use. Then along came camera drones, and so yeah. you know we're able to do. Cinema, cinema lenses and and uh, gear, um, with you know little drones, you know not very big drones. We were flying actually. We were going to fly a DJI Inspire two yes. top of the line drones, and wound up by the way using the drone inside the helicopter. inside the helicopter for the shoot, which was uh, uh, cantankerous at best. You know you really had to get it. We we, we zip tied it down to the seats. So first off, we have this tiny helicopter, smaller than my Ford Fiesta, which is not a glamorous automobile whatsoever. A very tiny car. The helicopter was even smaller than that. Yes, and no, and and loud as fuck. Well, that's, I say fuck. I, I assumed as I had no idea. I never had you been in a helicopter before that. Yes, I actually been on many helicopters, and, and actually will will uh, will say that I know how to fly, but I I, I don't have a license. Well, I had never been in a helicopter. See, when you um, when when you can fly drones, you can pretty much fly a helicopter. Same stick, and then you you can use your feet. You know, so it's not a big deal. I mean, hovering is is kind of easy. Hmm. Taking off in an airplane—that's a whole nother story, Bulls. Well, I, um, yeah, th- <coughs> I'm not the guy. You know, I'm not I'm not going to be doing. I, you that. thought you weren't the guy that day to get in the helicopter, but you turned out to be the perfect guy. Oh no, getting in a helicopter, I wanted to do. Um, I had no problems with that because I I trusted someone who does it all day every day. We took the tours. doors off. We took the doors off, which is also very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also tell you something that went through my head the entire day. Have you ever heard that uh, footage? That's from a New York radio station. It's a woman. That is um, flying over. She does the radio traffic report. She's like, "We're flying over the Long Island Expressway. We yes. got somebody." And it's like, <laughs> <and they> hear, <laughs> "Hey, 
hit the water, hit the water, hit the water. And, and you know, and then it's like, okay. WNBC. Uh, I know, exactly. They're like, like, that's the power of love. Dun, dun, dun. And, and they cut away to some bumper music. And, radio and is a lost dead. art, you know, uh, producing. I actually was in radio. Sure, but a, I kept thinking about that fucking audio footage yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. time my first day. I kept I kept thinking um, of, of Eric Clapton's band in 1990, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, who was the... Um, who was the guy that had the uh, um, ah, the Fillmore the Fillmore guy? He yeah. died that day. He yes. died in, in, in all these helicopter crashes. Every single one of them. Kobe. Um, Rest in peace, Kobe helicopter crash. Oh, who was Kobe? Oh, Kobe. Oh, you're right, Kobe. Kobe that's after Bryant, Kobe Bryant. Uh, after what's way after though? Probably that's... the most one of the most prolific players in the NBA. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he went down in a fog. Um, uh, bad timing on the. He died on a helicopter. Yeah, it was a, it was tragic with his daughter. And, oh God, um, that's know, right. So Jesus, real, real traffic. But you know, getting back to helicopters. Sure. Um, I always had a fascination with them. You know, right. I mean, uh, I love love helicopters. And you know, from from being a little kid, getting in the helicopter for, uh, at, at, in New York because there was where was a shuttle from New York to JFK. Yeah. Uh, you you get, you'd be able to get it to the airport right away, catch your flight, hmm. and we jump in the uh, you know the shuttle, which was the helicopter. So it was no big deal. I don't understand. So I'm sorry. A shuttle was a helicopter. Was there a okay. shuttle? Okay. So from the city, yes, it was. It, it was uh, New York uh, jetways. Um, okay. And I guess it cost a little money to. You know, back then I was a kid, so I was with mom. Or it wasn't your money. Yes, exactly. it wasn't mine. But it was the experience. You know, being able to, as a kid, you know, say, "Yeah, we're we're going down to the heliport, and we'll be at the airport in ten minutes." Rather than taking a, a limo or a taxi, that's going to take you about an hour and a half. Yeah, yeah. Good, in good, in decent traffic. Okay. Um, because you're going from the city all the way out to Queens, and so it's air to air. You helicopter to a to a jet. Um, I know it sounds like a baller's life, but you know traveling um, is one of those things that do take takes up a lot of your time. So I think what oh, you absolutely. do wisely use the time wisely sure so i always try to you know i always try to do something creative when i'm on flights or when i'm you know it's whether good. it be photography you know i mean shooting from a plane is fucking these awesome, days right? you got a lot of you got a tiny bar of soap that can shoot uh, full hd video i know you, you stick you can ma you hey get a uh, one of those super magnets yeah just crack right into the you know to the to I, I do it with my truck actually it's great seeing the road go by like this. Exactly. It just yeah. makes for good footage. And um, Paul Harvey. Was that the radio guy we were talking about? WNBC, Paul Harvey Show. He might have been. He's an old legend. He died. It was, I, I, don't, I don't think, I think it was two dudes. I think it was 80s, so it was probably like some dumb morning zoo type bullshit. Syndicated uh, radio type. Uh, you know, I don't know, but they, she was flying over the Long Island Expressway. Because uh, another flatbed truck is going to have to come to clear it, so yield right of way. Northbound on the BQE, we spotted that disabled vehicle in the right-hand lane before the cost kiosk, not causing much of a backup, but further northbound there on the BQE, traffic is very heavy past the cost kiosk, all the way over to the LIE. The outbound Holland Tunnel, extra heavy for you right now. Earlier there was a car fire at Hudson and Canal Street. It has been cleared about uh, heading to New Jersey. The outbound Lincoln Tunnel looks a lot better for you in New Jersey. Get the water! Get the water! Get the water! Okay, we're going to play some uh, some music here. I think find out what's going on with the helicopter. There's something happened there. It's a uh, quarter of five.
16 till 5 on WNBC on the Joey Reynolds Show. We're taking an NCOP report from Jane Dornacker. Let's check in, see how they're doing there. And then we'll come right back at you. These are the eyes of a young girl barely out of high school. Her name is Alice Trenton, and she's been on a long, long trip. But unlike the fabled Alice in Wonderland, this Alice never saw the Cheshire Cat, the Mad Hatter, or the Queen of Hearts. This Alice traveled through the dark and endless caverns of Acid Land. The place for her was no fairy tale. Okay, this uh, this week's one-star review of strip clubs goes to uh, Heard of It All My Life, I've Never Been There, P.T.'s Centerville. Centerville! A real nice place to raise your kids. Churches and liquor stores, it's really neat. Centerville. Uh, 64 Corners Lane, East St. Louis, Illinois. Uh, Here's something. Marissa Nation. This is from two years ago. This place is an effing joke. I've been dancing for four years and this place was awful. These girls look like they've been stripping for 20 years, shooting up dope for 30, and had done 10, and done had 10 kids and don't have any of them. Absolutely repulsive. And then I was in for five minutes. Asked for a refund. They said no. Two exclamation marks. I was out and I did not care to waste. I was out and I didn't care. Waste of time and money. Next to no punctuation in that. That's why it sounds like that. The nation of Marissa was not happy. But five people found that helpful. Here we go. By the way, in case you don't know, PT stands for Prick Tease. That is what I'm told and how I understand it, and I'm sticking to that story. Nikki Martin. Nikki Martin, PT's was awful. My friends and I went there three different. Ugh, alright, here we go. Take two. PT's was awful. My friends and I went out to three different strip clubs, and this place was absolutely horrible. Of all the women here, there was only about five good strippers. For the, for the most part, every girl did the same dance and had so much cellulite and dimples everywhere, it was horrifying. Not to mention, the men working there were absolute creepers. Shocking. Positively shocking. If you really want a good time, go to Hustlers or Boxers and Briefs. I believe that's a male strip joint. Don't waste your time here in this shady nightmare. Nikki Martin. Nikki Martin's so fat shaming these poor ladies. You guys are into the cellulite dimples. All right. Am I still on? Okay. Guess nothing happened there. Got a thing. All right. Here we go. Patrick Kelly. The male girl with a Derek tattoo on her back promised a all right, girl with a, in quotations, Derek tattoo on her back promised a, in quotations, good time for a ride home. Oh no, this is no good. I got accused of robbing her and her black buddy who happened to be there robbed me for my only $30 at gunpoint. 
do not take the strippers anywhere. Yikes. Have I read this one before? Am I crazy? I feel like I have. That was from four years ago. Maybe they've... Maybe they've changed. First time going, did not like it. Women that gave me a dance. She stunk, will not go back. No punctuation. Jane Doe. And somebody just said, garbage. I Did I read this? Have I read this place? Is that what's happening now? Is that what's happening? Let's see here. Am I, am I running out of places and I just... All right. If I could give... This is by Justin Richardson. This is from two years ago. If I could just give two stars, I would. All the dancers look anorexic. The alcohol was very overpriced. It was horribly lit. I thought that was what you wanted. The bartender took 10 minutes to acknowledge us, and the place was dead, and the music was horrific. I will never go back to exclamation marks. I don't know. This is just not. This, this sequence, this segment of the show, everyone fucking hates me for it. Let's see here. Boring Old Girls this is by Hollis Riggins. Four years ago, Boring Old Girls, Bad Built Bulky. And the DJ played CSI theme music all night. 100 thumbs down, won't see me again. Zero punctuation. Well, good for you, Hollis Riggins. You identify the CSI theme music. What is that? Is that a crime scene? Is that turning your stripper... Um, is that turning it into a... turning? Is it giving that crime scene vibe? Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good fair warning. Corey Alderson years ago awful the bouncers tried to pickpocket us we left afterwards and got robbed by a bunch of random people in the parking lot we'll never go back i don't know why why would you not want to go back there hmm. all right well let's just uh fucking cap this off i mean let's put a cap in this one star review of strip club segments ass and on with the show are you from New York? Is that what I'm gathering? I'm a okay, native New Yorker. Okay, so is Rodney. I think. Uh, I, I, yeah, Rodney's. Sorry. Yeah, totally. Um, That's how we click. Yeah. Well, um, I, I don't. I've only been to New York a handful of times, but uh, so yeah, that was a New York footage. It's on YouTube. You can hear it, and I kept going through my head. All the helicopter crashes went through my head the whole Everything's time. Everything's on YouTube. How the hell did that happen? Anyway, yeah. so back to the helicopter in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So we're flying, doing zigzags, going straight through down Market Street. As soon as we hit the arch, taking a hard right, doing a big bank uh, around the uh, around the bridge, the riverfront, and then coming really close to the water, the water, and then veering off. And this is for a theme park virtual ride. That's why we're doing it. I think theme park is being very generous. Yeah, it's an aquarium. It's an okay. aquarium with a room that shows video. So we're doing a train that has, just to give you the visual, a train that has two sides, yes. five windows on each side, and a roof. So we're shooting the content for this. Most yes. of it is in CGI, computer-generated graphics. And it shows, but yeah, go ahead. It does show. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you can't recreate the history with the kind of money that they're spending no 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 yeah you know, <laughs> sure you have to you actually have to shoot it you'd have to hire the entire set and then maybe you can do a uh, an xr set but you want real all people all, yeah you could tell that people were digital in 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 the final cut yes and, absolutely um 
I think that, you know, that's not critical of it. That's just saying people are... Do you realize what a video game looks like? Well, it looks like a video game, and that's the way it is. I mean, that's all you can do. Until you take off and see the footage that we beautifully crafted into that. Because what happens is you start off in old-time St. Louis from Union Station. That's right. And you start building. And you see St. Louis start growing Mm -hmm. behind you. All right. So so you're going through St. Louis, and then all of a sudden, John Goodman, the voice— Says, and he says I, some fake name that's not John Goodman. He should just say he's John Goodman. He's like, Hi, I'm blank, 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 and I'm here to talk. I'm John I'm Goodman doing this for free. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Was he doing it for project. free? Do you think he was doing he it does, for free? He does everything for free when it comes to the community of St. Louis. Well, he's got some Cone Brothers money to, to account for. He that, doesn't so have to worry about to doing worry about little voiceovers for King little... Ralph covers any bullshit amusement, uh, any bullshit. Uh, you got to love him, man. You got to love him. You see him around town sometimes. I you never know. have. I think I saw him in Manja once. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Of all the times I've wasted the Manja, I didn't see one where I had this to see Back in the day, um, I mean, it was like, holy shit, that's John Goodman. Nobody was bothering him. He mid, was chilling mid with somebody. Mid-Roseanne 90s? Or mm, was this early? I was here for 11 years. Uh, this was for something. I don't remember the year, but it was just one night. <laughs> we were like, damn. And he would also show up sometimes at Union Station. Oh. Um, uh, I, I had a chance to shake his hand because we did that project uh, in the Grand Hall at Union sure, Station. Sure, sure. A big video mapping installation. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so at the end of the day, Bowles to the rescue with a drone hanging out the side of a helicopter shooting. We have to shoot two plates because we need to shoot Dude, the, the right front side. The, back, the front and the back. The yeah, front, yeah. the top, and you know, the, the whole, the whole nine. So we had to repeat these flights. Well, the worst was the whole day. The first day was a wash because I was like um, – I, I think I was, I was – the trigger the trigger finger on the camera. Yeah. And I thought, oh, we're taking off. Let's just shoot everything. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about 6K drone cards, which weren't cards. They looked like – uh, Uzi magazines, the yep. the SD card, the, the card, yep. whatever the, the, the it's a computer built into a computer, an SD card. It's a fucking thing, and it's like, oh no, you get eleven seconds out of a, a minute or whatever. And I was like, oh, we you you because I the second we started taking off, I was like, let's roll footage. Let's just you'll you'll figure it out in post, motherfuckers. And sure oh. enough, we did it. And it was like, oh, we blew through these two. Um, uh, cards, which aren't cards, they literally look like the bottom mag of an Uzi. Yeah, it's a it's a special card for the drone that um, is is a uh, high speed uh, mechanism, so that way it uh, it can handle 6K at 120 frames per second. Did we shoot at 120? I think we shot at 60 frames per second okay. for this particular job. That sounds right. I, 120 uh, shutter rate then. So so that was a two day shoot, wasn't it? So we yeah, did come it was back. Two, it was two hours time. For I her, almost forgot I she had. she got two hours time because she she literally to the minute we're at two hours, and then we came back the next day after we saw what we needed and we got what we needed and the we next got what day. we needed. But the first day I was like the first day I was like we went up and you like we plowed through one of these cards. So in an ordinary world, uh, fifty thousand dollars gets blown real easy in aerial cinema. Okay, that would have been a hundred thousand dollar weekend yeah, or well. two days, which we did for less than ten grand. Which is phenomenal. I, you know, I think that, I, I, sure, and I'm sure a lot of those numbers to are To get inflated. 30 seconds. Yeah. 
30, was it? I think it's about 30 seconds in the whole thing. It's not very long. Not yeah, yeah. Very long at all. I'm in. I, I, I went to the train car, the, the fake train car. Did you actually go in it? Yeah, I did it in October. It's funny. All right, so you're no, they not shut Octo- down. Oh, really? well, it was during the pandemic, I'm yeah. sure. No, I went in fucking um, February 20 whatever. As soon as they opened. Yeah, they've been open for a little bit. And I went with my girlfriend and her um, sister and all that. And we were making jokes because it was. Filled with every fucking hooge you can fucking see from here to oh Jesus and we're making their twenty five bucks to go. We're and making see our we're making our jokes saying hey, this is the super spreader event. This is this is where the mm. coronavirus. We knew about the coronavirus, but we weren't worried about it in late February, right? Remember like H one N one, and we've had Ebola. We've had all these like little like everything's gonna go in, and it, it never happened. We thought this was another one of those during February. And we're making jokes as like, this is what's going to spread that super thing in this flesh eating virus or whatever it is, all the things. And sure enough, March 13th, we're like, oh, shit, we're going to just stay in for, and I I mean, what turned out to be a year? Yeah, I mean, um, uh, just reflecting back and, and, and bringing that into the into the fold, uh, uh, the whole pandemic, man, changed changed everything mm-hmm. uh kind of like almost like 9-11 changed everything you know sure uh, for me it just turned the whole world upside down uh i mean i wound up bouncing back and forth between woodstock and santa barbara california oh which stops between woodstock in new york woodstock new york that's, that's a long bounce i know i know <laughs> but How i'll tell you what work? yeah it was st louis yeah to woodstock Escape from St. Louis. Well, no, I'm sorry. Let's let's roll back 11, 15 years ago when I first. I, 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 okay, came to St. Louis in 2006. Okay, your first time. World C. Yes, oh. actually came prior to that to an event uh, with a bunch of graffiti artists from New York to wow. paint the flood wall. Believe oh. that. Believe that shit. It's a beautiful masterpiece to this day. Huh? It came with Dondi and Scene way way back. I didn't know. I didn't know you yet, Liz. But um, the name is Raven Fox, right? <laughs> Hello. He wants to. All right. So we got to introduce. Uh, we got to. Um, what is that called in the radio biz where you got to like uh, reset for the audience as if they just tuned into our radio dial? Okay. For those of you out there in um, YouTube land or what, what's it called? Facebook? Face crap? Uh, this is Raven Fox. The other day, it was funny because we we're here because uh, a couple of days ago, Rodney said, hey, I was talking to uh, Raven Fox. He'd be a good podcast guest. You worked with you worked with Raven Fox. And I was like, what the, f- who is Raven Fox? Is that a stripper that was an extra in a video I did at one point? I can't remember. And I Googled you and I was like, oh, yeah, of course. That guy's name was Raven. That one day we spent two hours on helicopters and two days in a row, uh, like you said, from Woodstock not Illinois, Woodstock, New York. No, Woodstock, New York. New York. Where Woodstock did not happen. Oh, is that Woodstock, a myth? Well, is that a, myth? Is that a conspiracy theory? No. Um, so, so who is Raven Fox? If you really want to know, uh, I showed up in St. Louis in 2006 mm-hmm. trying to reinvent myself uh, from, from many years of trying to figure out exactly what it is that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So when I got here, I said, I want to be a DJ. All right. You know, uh, I got all this great music, and St. Louis is a music fucking town. Sure. And a lot of people responded to that gratefully, you know, bringing uh, New York house music. 
Um, and then I st- uh, so I started some parties. Uh, found a place called the Upstairs Lounge, which uh, well, very well aware. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. One, yeah. one of the I think one of the vibiest places in the country. Wow. Back okay. In good. Good. I, I really I mean that. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, it's gone now. And and, and R.I.P. to to the main man Tu Tran who who uh, who left who left the planet. Uh, he was he was the inspiration behind the Upstairs Lounge. But he met me at a loft party that we gave. So when I first moved to St. Louis. Uh, um, I was like, I, I, I would love to be able to assimilate what I could not do in New York is live in a penthouse apartment. And I got my penthouse where I lived in the Paul Brown Lofts. Okay. In St. Louis. If anybody knows about the Paul Brown Lofts. If you're out there, Paul Brown. Sounds familiar. Swimming pool on the roof. Okay. Baller. I yeah. mean, it's beautiful. We had a, we, I think we, I don't even know. I think we had 3,000 square feet, something like that. It was great. In a loft in St. Louis. For 1,200 bucks. Just too, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, exactly. It was, it was downtown. There wasn't shit. I know. I remember. Okay? So we decided that we were gonna we were gonna make, shake some shit up. Started throwing some parties. Maybe, what a better place! A, a loft, a rooftop. Mm-hmm. So I met a lot of great people. Made a lot of great friends. Just found as a my little tribe. reference for me, and probably not my audience. But what is the uh, what is the cross reads of that, um, Paul? Like you're looking at uh, Ninth 18th? and Olive. Okay, I think. Way is it down Ninth? There. Yeah, Ninth Ninth Street. It's across from the Crack Hotel. Mark Twain. Yeah. Okay. The Mark Twain is famous for being. Mark Twain is a place where homeless people live, or people who have mental instabilities, or they're out of jail. We called it Heartbreak Crack Hotel. Oh well. I guess I am sorry. It's you know breaking my heart. Mark I'm, Twain Hotel. I know what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know your audience. I'm not sure what your audience is, but hello, audience. Y'all motherfuckers. Listen to Bowles because <laughs> Bowles has something to say. I do, and I appreciate you asking me to come on and talk to you because I, you know, well, we had such a good time and we haven't seen each other since. We, we did. Had, we had it's something a, to talk within about. Within that time, like shortly after a pandemic went on and we had to wear masks and we had to like you know be a, a fucking. That's where we left off. Yeah. So, anyway, 2006. I'm just glad that you didn't get sick. Oh. I'm glad I didn't get sick. We were trying not to. We were very. We took it very seriously. So we were completely. You had in. to. I mean, we we had oh, people that were telling to. us you all didn't live kinds in Missouri. Of a lot stories. of people didn't have to. These people were idiots. I mean, I went through the whole. I had a baby. Oh, during that time. Yeah. So you were you was your um. So we kept her in a bubble. Obviously. I mean, we there was absolutely nothing that was even coming close to us. And being in Woodstock, we're so. Uh, secluded. And it sounds like it's sparse. I assume it's we're we're in the Catskill Mountains. The bears, lion. Well, maybe not lions. Owls, porcupines, fox, turkeys. I like that. Not lions, but owls. <laughs> it's it for tat. It's the, the all right. A fucking lion climbed into <laughs> my back uh, okay, room and well. got into the dog food. Had already left by the time we got there. I think when a very we got small home, baby like, oh, and a crazy. very hefty owl. A, a owl could lift a head. An owl not, not, snatch my chickens. Could snatch easily a freshly born baby that hasn't put on some weight yet. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, sure. uh, you know, so it's so it when is your, dangerous. When, when was your child born in the middle of this? 2019. July, 2019. Well. 2020, Wait, she was born in 2019, 2019. July 16th. Amitola Sequoia. Oh, so it was a fresh kid. In oh, Al- you know Albany, what? New York. Before the pandemic. Oh, uh, before it, before it. So yes. not in the middle of like, can we, you get, because. Your kid is probably out of the hospital. You're not in the middle of people breathing on it or something, right? Is that what's right, going on? Yeah, right. Yeah. So it was before the pandemic, and obviously, being new parents, 
it takes a toll. I mean, you know, having a new baby is almost like, look, quit your job because this is a brand new full-time job. Nobody's paying us, though. And luckily, I was fortunate that I was able to um, have a remote job already anyway. You know, all the work that I was doing was team viewer, you know, logging into systems, making sure things were done, uh, updating content. I knew that I had to put myself in a situation where I was living out in the woods, having a baby. There was no way that I was going to be able to jump around until I got a call from New York City and Madison Square Garden needed some work. Oh, no, it wasn't Mad- well in by Madison Square Garden, and they were paying whatever I asked for. Wow. I brought the family to New York, put them up in, the, uh, in a Marriott right across from the job. Times, Times Square? Time, well, no, uh, this is Penn Station. Okay. If you know New York, Times little Square bit, is 42nd Street. A little bit, a little bit. go down a little bit, right, Ronnie? Okay. Mm-hmm. Penn Station, okay. Madison Square Garden, sure. One Penn Plaza. Um, somebody hired me to install a, a, a v- XR VR room. One of the first. It was what beautiful. does that mean? It was an XR VR? I'm sorry if I'm uh, extended is reality. It, uh, virtual, virtual reality. reality. Do you throw on goggles and there's video? No goggles. I, That's oh. the thing about this particular room is it was a meeting room where uh, they can be present in the room, and we used a, a wraparound, a surround a LED, surround screen. a yes. surround LED of some kind. A yeah. room that's basically an LED wall. Okay. A, 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 around the entire perimeter of the room, Google Avaya mm-hmm. um, huddle rooms or okay. you know New York City. So that was their showroom to be able to um, sell these. And albeit they sold a shit ton when the pandemic hit because everybody needed to do Everyone needs to be in a room now and not in real life. Exactly. Wow. Uh, and this is super high-tech stuff, which, sure. which I've been somehow blessed to Who, who's buying? Who's in. buying a wraparound LED, though? I mean, aside from obviously Disney, they got they got the Mandalorian and all I that. hate to tell you this, but uh, everybody now oh, everybody. wants it. So everybody wants a room that's... I uh, CBGBs, there's a guy next to me. That's 360-degree <laughs> XR room where you can perform in and be anywhere you want to be. There's no more flights. There's no more hotels. You're getting it done in one shot. They're in the matrix. They, they, they think they're in the middle of somewhere else and they're like, oh, you're not there. You are in, you the are matrix, in an man. LED room. We just did a thing for uh, an artist by the name of, and I, I just now heard of her. You're going to say, damn, you never heard of Billie Eilish? Um, she have. seems to be uh, the super, quite the soup pop star. Uh, she sang the new Bond song that's been out for over a year because they so released the movie. So I had no idea. I didn't either, and I was glad. And yeah, we did an XR project for. Oh, good. Billy Eyelash. I call her Eyelash. I was like, you know what I call her? Right. I call her um, Billy Idolish. That would have been awesome too. <laughs> Billy Idolish. She's such a meek little girl. Oh yeah, yeah. She's nothing like Billy Idol. I can't believe she's, that. There's she's nothing a, ish about her Billy Idol. Multi-millionaire. Oh, my God. She's got more money than she knows what to do with. Fucking, I know. Like most kids that play video games these days on YouTube, they have like 300K I, a month. So, um, Moment I Factory. I get it, kids like her. I know uh, I'm they, bad, but. We have like a, a little bit of a uh, a connection, and, and, and I get to work with cool people sometimes. You know what I mean? Everybody knows Bruno Mars. Sure. I'm gonna brag. Dude, no questions asked. Dude, I, I can't be... wait to work with you again. I mean, I, I understand you quite the the shooter, irregardless of whether I hand you a drone or uh, a red cinema box or or, or a TTY from two thousand and eleven. Yeah, a T, T, a TTY with an, a used Nikon lens. I've done some. Pretty you good could stuff. probably you could probably just cobble together something and make it look uh, so good. Most of my work is cobbled together, and that's like the grit. That's where we're talking like. Run back to uh, run back to 
and I'm getting texts. I got a 911 text. Uh, a 911 text? Yeah, I got a Do you pause. have to save a baby in a fire? What's going on? All right. Pause. All right, that's fine. Is that all right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we're fine. You know, um, I, had, I had up to 10 people at one time. It's all right because we're not wasting any film footage or any audio. It's uh, it's all analog. Post. Let's see. Well, he's a, he's a, let's see. Anybody saying anything? Oh, look at that. Okay, well, it's there already. What happened? Is that I didn't I didn't even know what was going I, on I, over I, there. I was just inviting everybody. You know, I was like, I, I, I just kept going down the line, and so I got to like oh, ten no. people. I got some weird text from somebody that's here. That, that's that what? Hmm. That's what? Let me see. Uh, somebody just sent me some big. Somebody's like texting me like crazy that I don't even know. Hold on. Is it because I'm on that thing? Let's see here. Oh, it's right here. Glasses. You know who else for a while? Uh, Tyson was on for a bit. Oh, he's texting me like crazy right now. Let's see here. You got a podcast. Yeah, I don't think of myself as a major player on the South Side, but I've been. Oh, he, he literally sent me an essay trying to get on my podcast. <laughs> it's like a weird. I am for real. I'm not trying to get on camera, but if you need resources, I have an extensive yet flawed memory of the last 25 years, and yet, just saying. Look at this your Southside, Southside famous self. I already. I got, I, there's some stuff that's outside that I got to put in, um, and, and they just gave me a heads up. Um, are we good? What's going on? What's time now? What, where are we at? We're at, we're at a, a whopping 34 minutes, but that's 30 some on. Yeah, what do, you, what do, you, do you need a break? No, uh, well, um, I, I just have... Is there a family emergency? No, 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 no. no you, it, you and me for a It's while. seven, and, and I'm, 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 I'm just like, I, I, I got a big agenda going. I got projects up the yin-yang right You're now. You're a very busy oh, guy, I get it. Yeah, what do you think? Um, do you think? Did you pause this? I never, okay. I never okay. pause anything. I never pause my, anything. My, um, my, my, my vibe right now all of a sudden gets shifted because... I have some uh, materials that have to be picked up and moved before it disappears. All right. Yeah. Um, what what time are we talk about right now? Yeah, I kind of like. I mean, but I have at least I have at least twenty minutes. Okay, you but, and you're not leaving. You're not leaving for a bit, though. Listen, yeah, let's let's, let's close it up. I'd like let's, to finish with you. Uh, let's man. wind right. down. Let's okay, wind down for twenty minutes. We, we got this? it. Can we talk about two things? Can we talk about your piece? Yeah, this campfire over there. And can we Please. talk about your partner's piece over here? He's got a piece over here at the, what's this park again? Oh yeah, fairing. The, the, oh, Ritz Park. Ritz Park. Let's talk about that one, and then uh, the thing, the new, the new piece by your, the, your friend. Over the, I understand the, that your um, your partner is an artist. Yes. Uh, um, should I say partner, or should I say your wife? Well, she's my partner. We're not married. Um, okay, uh, we your have girlfriend. A, we have a we have a baby. Well, more than a girlfriend, I would say. I mean, you know, she's the mother of my my child, uh, yeah. my 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 beautiful. Um, my my beautiful girl and and um, she's also a great person you know sure. she's a great artist she's a, I met her here in St. Louis man um, uh, it was uh, it was just happenstance uh, yeah. I happened to be doing a projection mapping job on Cherokee Street mm -hmm. we were doing a Cinderella building for Cinco de Mayo and you know they do Cinco de Mayo like crazy this was in 2000 well they did before the pandemic they did for sure yeah, oh you know they everything. did the year before the year before the pandemic it got to be too much. We, we, we actually had to opt out of the uh, really? Cinco de Mayo. Which is well, like you guys were crowded. down in Cherokee. You know, you know all about it. I go out there all the time. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, big time. And and so um, I met I met Faring and and uh, immediately I knew who she was already. You know, I mean, she's mm -hmm. uh, she was already uh, 
uh, recognized and very talented muralist. And and um, she has the mural on the Nebula Building, which yeah, on the Nebula Building, it's that's called Prime. It's a it's a huge uh, 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 effigy. Did you uh, woman. did you hook up with her before? No, no. Uh, uh, I, I after I'll tell you the, how the how the story uh, do, unfolded uh, really quick in a nutshell. She was here doing that piece. Uh, I was doing the job. It was a, it was obviously an event. She showed up at the event on the rooftop, and when we had a little private sort of a only friends and friends of friends could come up there because you know we were on the roof of the Art Bar, which is uh, now gone. And um, yes, I was introduced to her, and I was stunned. I had no, I, I didn't think that. She would come up or anything like this. She's very um, introvert head mm-hmm. uh, type type of artist, not like real social. And I, and I appreciate it so much. She invited me to her studio. We hit it off. Uh, we had a, a really nice conversation about um, you know the, uh, the the scene and and that St. Louis was so robust. And, yes. Uh, compared friends, she actually knew an old roommate of mine, another very prolific artist by the name of Doze Green. And okay. um, actually got a text from Doze, um, found out that she called him to check to check To me. make sure you're okay. To, yeah. Make so sure. luckily he, he, he cleared me. So you know what? He's not a total piece of shit. He's so far so good, right? You know what he said to her? He said to her, yeah, he's, he's one of the kings of New York. Oh, wow. And that was probably the best How many thing people I get that? Said. A lot. <laughs> I, told, I said, Doze, I'll send, you, I'll send you some money in a minute. You know, I was like... No, no, real talk. Um, they knew each other through through the uh, street art scene. I mean, uh, she's a street artist and uh, yeah, 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 mega murals, and and that's a big genre in the country. That mural uh, in Cherokee, which is off the Nebula Building, right off Cherokee and uh, Jefferson, has been there for five plus years, at least, at least six at least. to seven, maybe even. Um, w- you know, we've been we've been together. Yeah, we've been together about five. Um, and then, uh, you know, um, we both uh, have uh, collaborated also. I've taken her work and then video projection mapped on it. Sure. We've, we, we, we've done work all over the country, New Haven, Connecticut, mm-hmm. uh, uh, California, uh, uh, Santa Barbara, California, um, New well, York. She's getting all over then because I really think of her. And obviously, uh, she's painted in Germany, Portugal, who? Argentina, Uruguay, uh, all over the world. She's a, she is truly a wow. true artist. Um, she has collectors that that commission her for oil paintings. She she did one oil painting this year as well. So um, uh, during the pandemic, uh, while we were in Santa Barbara, I was yeah. I was in a, a 1985 Airstream Sovereign. Um, it, it, look, long story short, the pandemic was fucked up. Uh, it was really hard. Sure, uh, but we were also pretty creative. Out of the pandemic, I well, decided that's, that's that I was going to make a fire, um, and. Uh, I'm going to get into that a little bit. Um, all through the pandemic, I came up with all these great ideas and instituted some of them just verbally where they were taken and used. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to be on site. Kind of sketched it out and said, look, this is what you have to do. Yeah. So that was one. Another job, this is kind of cool, uh, American Eagle. It's uh, uh, clothes. Is that insurance company no, in no. Chicago? No, no, no. Clothes. American Eagle. Okay. And then Airy. Swimsuits. Bikinis. Okay. I don't wear one. Well, neither do I. But <laughs> So they're doing a photo shoot in the park that I'm, um, I have my Airstream at. 
And I'm like, oh, okay, it's production. You know, being in production, it's always like, you know, you go over and see what they're working with. Sure. Then I, I you know, I make, I, I kind of make a, a, some acquaintance, and they're like, hey, that's your Airstream? Oh, Can good. we use it in the shoot? Can we um, utilize you? And did they want to pay you? And this is a na- yes. Yeah, good, good. This is a national campaign uh, for uh, their website. Yeah, yeah. And so made friends with them. It was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the shoot. Faux Pops, a Playboy model, a Playboy centerfold, was what, on site. Uh, what year? 2019. Okay. You can look it up. Her name is. I would have Faux. to because I've never looked at a Fact Playboy model Faux. from 2019. When it comes to Playboy model, you're looking at Instagram 97, maybe, and then 87. It's just like there's a big gap between my Playboy model uh, spank bank history. Go ahead. Well, she is she is definitely the real McCoy, also a really <laughs> an activist for, for, for women worldwide, uh, colored women okay. worldwide. Oh. And uh, she was one of the models. Another one was Nicole, who uh, is a uh, Victoria's Secret uh, model. So th- it was it was lovely scene seeing these these I uh girls don't doubt using they're the airstream attractive. as the back backdrop for some really great clothes sure. but out of that bowls when i think of both those things i think of no clothes but okay they they have clothes apparently you know i'm at the age now yeah. that that stuff doesn't phase me as much anymore sure sure but it does but it doesn't <laughs> and you know it does but it doesn't okay you know i'm a feminist I don't. I'm not into that shit no more. You know. Like, oh, I, I, I haven't, I haven't cracked open a porno mag since I. You know was, what I'm saying? Since before 9/11. I watched gay before porn. Before 9/11, no, I've not cracked open a porno mag. That's <laughs> easily. There's no fucking way. Two guys. You know. I will not how testify to, to other men, me, me, uh, means of of whatever I've done, but I've not. All right. So good. Kink. You know, kink is a whole nother thing. Porn mm-hmm. is different. Kink is one. Porn is different. And, and, you know, I definitely have certain moments, moods, but watching boobs and, 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 you know, that's all I kind of like, you know, doesn't face me no more. Well, don't need, don't need no strip show. No, I don't need no strip show. I don't know where we're going there with that, but. All right. So I think it was the Playboy magazine thing. Well, we talked about Playboy and and the two things that were seeming relevant in the '90s for me, up. and I never thought about since. I told them I fly drones, and and um, if they needed any aerial stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we couldn't get permission to do any any aerial stuff. Well, so, yeah, are you going to be able to do it?" And I said, "Well, why don't we just make it happen? You know, yes. usually I can just land it." And get away with it, but then sure. I can just give you the content. So I had my Inspire one with me, and um, got them some aerial stuff, which they took, Good. and they summarily cash apped me um, a figure with four, which not too shabby, nice. not too shabby, yeah, yeah. And then oh, I got a phone call and says, "Hey, Raven, could you do some more drone stuff for us?" We, we're putting together a campaign for um, our billboards in New York City. Beautiful. American Eagle is it's a pretty Do they use drone footage for a billboard now, I guess? Uh, well, they use this flyover that I did. It's like as if, though, I'm going to hit the trees, and all of a sudden beyond the trees is this beautiful vista landscape of the yeah. Santa Barbara Marijuana Valley. <laughs> okay. Wine and marijuana, actually. 
Wine, wine and Weed Valley, that's what we called it. All right, yeah. And it was at sunset, golden hour. Yeah. So you can just imagine this footage, just fucking goo goo gaga. Mm-hmm. Getty material. They bought it. And I get a, I get a message on uh, Instagram, uh, airy, and then hashtag uh, Raven Fox Baby. All of a sudden, my Instagram is like, oh, I'm like, Durr. I was like, what the, where yeah. are all these hits coming from? It was the day, yeah, Earth Day. Oh. They used this footage uh, in, cent- in uh, Times Square all day long. It was rotating. So, I, when you say Times Square, is obviously was it projected on one of those weird shaped buildings you with know, the Times LED Square's screens? LED, LED. City. I mean, I saw that like in two thousand for the first time ever, and I was like, "Is like, oh, this is Blade fucking Runner going on in my head back in when Nailed I was it. like twenty nine. You know, Blade Runner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George Harrison. No, no, wait. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford. George Harrison Ford, who is a member of the Beatles and flew the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Speaking of the Millennium Falcon. Yes. I might sound like I'm bragging, but we got an award for the uh, the build of the Star Wars um, Smugglers Run, Technomedia Solutions. I, I, I mean. That's who, uh, that's who paid for our, our project, by the way, uh, Union Station. Oh, um, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run, which is a ride at Star Wars oh, Land. Okay, okay, okay. Was created by the company that I worked was for. Was it during the whole um, when they made the new post? Um, since you George said the Lucas, Millennium Falcon. Since the George Lucas. Uh, oh, it's been seven years in the making. Okay. Yeah, okay, uh, this good. whole thing has been so secret. Uh, you have to surrender your cell phone. You sign an NDA with blood. Okay, exactly. And uh, Disney. Does not Disney fuck around. Says, uh, you know what? We're gonna ruin your life. We'll just find. They can, to, yeah. And they have. They've ruined many people's lives. We won't talk about that though. <laughs> that will be for another day, ladies and gentlemen. So, all right. Well. But um, you know, so so I'm on the mountain. I got some gigs. Mm-hmm. Life is good. Other than at night, great. I'm pretty lonely. I'm in an airstream. Mom and the baby are. Where, where's the kids? Mom and the baby, you know, they. I. It's too cold to hang out in an airstream on top of Santa Barbara in a in a in a you know on a mountain, so they were with mom, in the Santa Ynez Valley. They have a ranch there. Um, I won't go into details. What is Santa Ynez Valley? Is that is that ne- is that East Coast, West Coast? What's going on? California. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're in Cali. All right. Yeah. Um, pandemics happening, all year long. Yeah. Where did you get vaccinated? Yes, I did. I yeah, got okay. vaccinated on the anniversary of the pandemic on March 12th. Wow, that is the anniversary. Hold on. I got mine before that. You don't have to show me your card. No, I no, care. I want to show Just a live... Uh... Cough inside my mouth. I'll be able to figure it out when I... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> March 11th. Boom. Proof is in the motherfucking You're showing order. Rodney's camera. This is the show here. Boom. Rodney's a secondary show. The... The um, <laughs> this card is kind of like a passport. It feels like it does it. Sometimes I, people ask. No me. one cares. We're St. Charles, USA here. No one cares. Please fucking lick your hand and shake mine with it. In California, I have been asked to show my card. Oh well. Yeah. Um. Uh. It hit Cali pretty hard. Uh. Cali has a a uh, had a high rate, and so did New York. Sure. Um. But not to get you know morbid. Um. I stuck by myself. I had the baby during the day. Oh, I did too. We hung out. Um, and I, I had campfires at night. I mean, I had like lots of wood. Lots of wood. And I did some shows. I had, you know, like my lights and I lit up the banks and I did a lot of astrophotography. Wow. 
Yeah, a lot of, because man, let me tell you, this, this, just the sky is just incredible. When you're in pitch dark on top of a mountain, uh, you see nebulas. Jesus Christ, that sounds beautiful. It was, it was. And the weed oh, it enhanced everything. You know what I mean? When, you, when you're tilting 39% on the THC scale. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking, I, uh, you're, you're seeing, I, you're seeing You know, it's funny, you're such a newbie to St. Louis, and you're 2006 on maybe. You got a call. I don't it's know okay. if that's a thing. Should we ignore? You can ignore it. Whatever the problem is. Um, the, the, the thing is, like, here, now we're finally at a place where there's a sort of legalized weed. And um, uh, I, can't, I can't remember. I love talking about weed. Uh, I, I heard today that Amazon yeah, is, is on board and will no longer drug test their employees. Yeah. And will uh, uh, will hire... Uh, you know, yeah. heads. Let's just say they're going to hire the heads, and most likely, eventually, we'll I, probably I have I have friends. Shit. I have friends in this fucking city. Here, I have friends in my fucking city who are brilliant artists, who are graphic artists, who work for companies that drug test. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, you have a, gra- you have a gr- brilliant graphic artist. And again, I get it. You don't want them to be copped Bulls. up on blow. I haven't worked but, for corporate but, America forever. Well, I, I, fine, you haven't, but other people do. Uh, I can't believe that they fucking drug test graphic artists. It's like, oh, wow, you really want your work to be shittier? Exactly. Isn't that fucking ridiculous? It is, man. And, and you know, I can go on and on. In fact, I, prior to the show, uh, before we started recording, I was like, you know, uh, creativity is spurred. When, you know, uh, when, you know, who, you get a guy, a group of guys drinking, mm-hmm. usually a fight breaks out. You get exactly. a guy, a, a group of guys smoking some some good bud. They want to start a argue, rock band. Uh, argue over Star Trek over Star Wars. That's they are the they are going deep, like, oh, and, and everybody what? is is happy. And and um, you know, I, I, I tell you what, I believe that um, cannabis and CBDs are yes. actually like the holy grail. I mean, you know, it's so many great properties. I mean, you know, I have old ladies that actually ask me for herbs now because they believe it. Um, but let me get back to like you know where where that fire part, yeah, the lead in fire because we smoke fire every day. Sure. Um, campfire was a, a idea that I had and said, how do I make how do I bring a campfire as an art piece so people gather around it and tell stories? So I said, why don't I make an LED sculpture? Oh God, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. Um, I made some phone calls. Uh, South Grand. Like I said, there's a wraparound LED format now. You can make art that's submersive, I guess. Well, what this is is, and it's a little, it's a little less technical than that. It's not a wall or anything like that. What I did was I took uh, an LED strips and um, uh, affixed them to some aluminum. about ten feet tall spires. Okay. Uh, made a base for them uh, and 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 programmed it so it looks as if though a fire hmm. is on them. So there's thirteen spires and, and so they uh, flicker. So it's a weird. They I've seen, I've seen the flickery effect yes. from um, LED technology. I guess. Well, uh, uh, so using a little bit of computer magic and code. Sure. Um, and then linking it to actual campfire stories, we linked up with a, a nonprofit group in town called Campfire, mm-hmm. and they uh, loaned us some of their really incredible 10-minute TED Talk-like style sure. talks. 
Yeah. And they're actually, and so now this is a three-month installation, a public art installation on South Grand next to Manja. Sure. In Ritz Park. So uh, um, I, I, I'm yeah. sorry, you're referencing a place that no longer exists. It's going to be Steve's Hot Dogs. Love Steve it. Steve Irwin. Love, love Steve's Hot Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so we're, we're, uh, we'll be getting a new addition to the South Grand um, food Food Network and uh, retaining the painting from uh, Wayne St. Wayne who passed. Wayne St. Wayne, what a great guy! I used to hang out with him at Eart Night on Monday yeah. nights on off Cherokee with uh, the Cherokee Street Gang. Miss him and a whole bunch of other guys. Um, but then, so uh, being out here in St. Louis has also given us the opportunity to um, allow Faring to do some new works. Okay. Uh, so she also painted two. Yes. Pieces one a shipping container home oh. owned by Travis Sheridan. I don't know if that name is uh, familiar to you. It means nothing to me. I don't okay, know who that is. so he built a shipping container home on the north side. Really oh. nice architecture. Okay, okay, shipping container. Four I've, of them. I've, I've, four of them stacked up and and uh, decided uh, and and this was a commission that's been in the work for three years. Good, good. Um, finally realized, and then she crowdfunded uh, 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 a brand new one of a kind first mural on South Grand. In the parking lot of Jay's International Food. Well, yeah. that's the one I just saw tonight uh, for the first time in front of uh, CBGB's. Yes, directly in front of CBGB's. We're here at the um, uh, Kill Switch Studios. That's our. This Kill is the, This is the inaugural. Um, <laughs> the inaugural uh, podcast because really there's no podcast that come out of here until this one. You're the first. Right? You know, it always seems like I'm the first in some shit. Well. I mean, they, maybe that's why my, my, my new title is Futurist, because I'm trying to get to the future. Yeah, well, eventually you'll be the past. Eventually you'll be the... It always uh, is the past. My rearview mirror has shown I me so much. I think it's better to be the, the last, because then you've got some, the hinge on, right? You think so? We're coming up with some crazy shit. <laughs> we, we've, got some, we've got some new canvases uh, coming up in St. Louis that are going to blow some minds. Well, it's glad um, to hear I hope I hope right, that we so can work together, boys. Well, p- please do anytime. Let's uh, let's finish off because I know you got some uh, things going on. Yes. So what's going on with you? So you are you moving? Out, are you uh, moving on from St. Louis? You got some work here going yes. on. Are you uh, getting out of here because you're well, in an interim? You're here working on some kind of project. Are you going to move on to um, the West Coast? I guess. You know, great question. Uh, so in a nutshell, while I'm here. Um, uh, I'm I'm in a in a 1985 Airstream, which is fully contained, so I can boondock uh, uh, anywhere I need to be. Um, but we have projects that are going to take place here, as well as um, uh, going to be traveling to New York okay. uh, uh, in, in the short, and then we'll probably be bouncing to uh, several festivals um, actually that are going to be um, on the slate. Can't talk about them yet, but they are okay. they are. Uh, in the in, in the scope of things, I'm also shooting um, some stuff, uh, uh, some B stuff for for um, a project um, w- with green screen. It's a, a video mapping immersive project. Cool. So that's that's happening. We're also illuminating the uh, infamous grain silo. Pro- uh, finally, um, more on that perhaps in the future. Stay tuned. That okay. the grain silo is finally going to get activated. Sounds good, um, but I think. So, what what is the name of your uh, partner who does the, um, the the murals? Faring Perth. Faring Perth is her name. Okay. Yes. And I know her work from the uh, the Cherokee and uh, Jefferson uh, mural, and she she did one across the street from where we're podcasting from. Absolutely. Uh, Kill switch. The name Studios. is Nol- uh, The one on 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 Jefferson and Cherokee 
is called Prime, and the one on South Grand is called Noli. Interesting. Noli. My girlfriend, we were driving by. My girlfriend mentioned how much she loved that mural on the side of uh, Nebula, which is, I guess, Prime. Uh, the Jer- the you Jefferson. You know, it has such a fabled story. And when she showed up and put the outline, people said, who is this white girl painting a black girl on the side of this building? Oh. And it wound up getting published, and she had to explain, I'm not even done yet. Yeah. You know, give me, can you give me a little time to finish my vision? And it turned out to be that since that, and it's been years, uh, and usually graffiti gets tagged over uh, or, oh, or, easily. or, you know, it's still or, or vandalized. It's still yeah. This particular piece has been respected and, and, Good. and actually uh, – Photographed in in uh, national magazines has have been in wow. has been in some uh, has been in some really good situations and has also changed some people's lives. I uh, mean, people will come up to her and say, "You know that mural just inspired me to paint." I think it's, you know inspired me to to do something that I wouldn't have normally done. There was an independent film that utilized that mural, and I think he might have cut it out of it i can't remember but the uh movie um the tempter do you remember that horror film mm-hmm. it's yeah. on prime but uh i can't remember well you know it's name. interesting because the, he, he utilized that it was on prime and I, he might have I, I don't know honestly when you throw throw a mural on there you got to pay the, the artist exactly because you know she has had that situation before with exactly. uh, mgm right. studios in la yeah. Uh, and and uh, situations where you know lawyers had to get involved. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's best but to but aim the, away. Re- the respect of the artist, uh, you know, because that didn't happen back in time. You know, now oh, no, no, no. In this not. litigious society that we live in, thank you. Yeah, you, know, you show up exactly. in a film and you're not, you know, you're not supposed to be in that film. Yeah, you can actually sue the studio, and good luck with that. But um, sometimes you know, you win some and you lose some, and then sometimes you lose some. <laughs> and uh, she decided not to allow Has them to use some? the work. Has she lost? No, some? she said. No, I don't. There's no way I want my work in that work. Oh, okay. All right. You know, well, she's she's, and that's her right. What what work are you talking about? Not the uh, well. Okay, so the scenario was, um, uh, studios wanted to use the mural in a backdrop in a TV series. It was they were shooting some. It was a cop show. Some show in St. Louis? No, in, uh, it was a... Oh. Um, oh, one of her other one of her murals. One of her murals in, in Chicago, I think it okay, was. Okay, good, good. And they needed clearance. Yeah. And she didn't she denied it. Oh. Yeah. It wasn't What did, did they offer any money or they said, "Hey, of they good exposure." Money. Okay, well she should have taken it. You know, money isn't everything. I mean, it is in some cases, but as far as art goes, All right. Well, thanks for joining our show. In case you'd wondered about that um, abrupt ending, that was where I moved my knee over and just kicked the plug out of my Zoom recording device out of the wall, and it just stopped there. And we thought about restarting and getting an actual ending, and we said, "Nah, just that's as good as place any to 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 end it." So, and I was actually I was actually freaked out because I uh, not only I, I recorded it and I I went on and had a, had a few drinks with some friends and the uh, proprietor of Kill Switch Studios and I was worried that I'd lost the whole fucking thing but I didn't think about it 
but it was a genuine concern that I had lost the whole thing. Just, I didn't know, I don't know, I haven't done this before, I haven't done that before on a Zoom, but when the power just kills out, does it need time to, uh, does the content that is recorded, does it need time to, uh, I guess, form format or formulate or something? Uh, the short answer, no, it doesn't. It actually records, uh, I guess, up to the second, um, thereabouts. So I, I, you know, I guess it's constantly laying down the track. And then if you stop it real quick, your loss is minimal. That is a comfort. So I didn't have to reformat the whole thing and lose the recordings. This was um, saved. Sans an ending. So I hope you enjoyed our show today. Again, feel free to give us a write at filmbenderradio at gmail.com. Uh, I have a Facebook. I have, oh, I didn't mention this in the in the top end of the show, but I am I uh, was put onto um, Facebook jail. Not my first rodeo. I uh, and I'd, I'd already been I've been really really careful about not saying shit. But every now and again, it would kind of give it almost like about to put me. I knew my next Facebook jail was going to be for 30 days. And the last time I was in Facebook jail, it was for seven days. And it was literally like November 1st. So I had to be silenced the entire election week as far as Facebook goes. And it drove me crazy. And I started being careful. And uh, you really can. They Now they've got me algorithmed out. So no matter what I fucking say, They'll find it immediately and say this isn't this is bullying. Uh, when I got it, when I got it in November for seven days, uh, it was because I posted up a meme. It was pretty much uh, after Sean Connery had died, and I posted a meme. He died on Halloween, and it was a graphic of Sean Connery from the film "You Only Live Twice." And, and my meme that I generated said, "Apparently, you only live once." And I posted that in a James Bond enthusiast group. The group's called James Bond Enthusiast. And a lot of them lost their shit. And some of them, half of them thought it was funny. And half of them went on and on to, you know, berate me at how this is not funny. And I would say, I think he's Scottish. I think he would find the humor in it. In it. And it's just amazing how you can just, just offend people. And I'm sure these people aren't offended by a lot of things. If you were to, if you were to offend them, if you were to say something f- offensive about whatever, something, you know, if it was... Ellen DeGeneres or Rosie McDowell, Rosie, Rosie McDowell, Rosie O'Donnell, is that her name? Uh, you know, they, they probably let a lot of shit, they wouldn't even bother flinching. And then you, you say one thing about Chicago, who, who died quite early in his life at like 90, you know, look, he had a good life. He was James fucking Bond. Um, so they lost their shit. I was off for seven days. Oh, here's what I said to the person. Somebody berated me about the James Bond thing. And I said... Grow a spine, pussy. Boom. You're off for seven days. I think it was seven, if not five. I think it was seven. That kind of drove me up the wall. So this time, and I got 30 for this. I got 30 because somebody posted up a graphic. The graphic that is in the movie Taxi Driver, and part of Taxi Driver, spoiler alert, is uh, he at one point says to Betsy, played by Sybil, Sybil, um, Sybil Shepherd, he says, I want to get one of those signs. I said, one of these days I got to get organized. And it's somebody who's at a desk. It's, it's a cartoon graphic, some stupid shit you'd hang in an office in 1975 or whatever. And somebody posted that exact graphic. 
don't know if they refound it or they actually found it, but one of these days I got to get organized is under a, a group called, um, what was it called? It was called seventies exploitation film group of some kind. And I, and it said one of these days I got to get organized and then my response dot, 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 and shoot a politician, which in context is about the joke about its reference and at taxi driver. It's not me saying one of these days I got to shoot a politician. But uh, apparently those algorithms came off and I'd set some things off earlier where if I accepted the decision, it didn't take me off. It kept threatening three days because I said something. I said, here's here's how sensitive it's getting on Facebook. And uh, somebody said something, somebody up Trump's ass said something and I wrote so dumb. That's all I wrote. And apparently that was bullying. And I don't think anyone reported me. I think they just decided that. You know, not to mention that other uh, one I had said a few weeks back. Somebody said something uh, QAnon sense uh, aligned, and I said, go back to your Q hole, A hole. And that was flagged for bullying, but I think that was because I said, go back to your, and it sounded like I was going to say Afghanistan or something kind of anti Muslim, some kind of racist, go back to Mexico, whatever. I said, go back to your Q hole, A hole. I think is clever, and the name of uh, one of my one of my shows. It's probably not one of my more clever shows, but I said that, and that got flagged, and I I guess I accepted the decision, and I it didn't it didn't restrict me. It said it was going to. I said, all right, take it down. I don't care. Fine, whatever. So that, as they say, is that I'm off Facebook for. So I set up a new Facebook page because I just got post in the stupid um, Bulls McLean. I got to post this podcast that none of you are giving shit about so that's that's gonna be our show today hope you enjoyed it i'm gonna definitely had a little um tummy hollering in there and of course as usual the savage bastards featuring a member of the savage kind take it easy somebody saw me somebody saw me Somebody saw me